Hello and welcome to a new podcast. I'm Morgan and then next to me is your host Brett who is a self-help shark. Today we're going to do our first podcast going over what we do. Take it away Brett. Well, the goal is, is to help people with self-help with normal everyday things that they think it's hard. Like, like what? Going to the grocery store because you don't like lines. And why not just hit the Amazon Fresh button, right? Yeah. Two that's... hours later, some Cuban guy shows up at your door. I thought we were keeping this clean. I am, okay. and I've seen it happen three times. Okay, so you're not being a total racist person. Yep, i seen okay. it happen three times at an apartment complex. What? And so I'm here. So Brett, he's this is his show, and I'm here to give... The female perspective, because one thing we both don't like is there's podcasts and YouTube videos and blah, blah, blah out there that you people watch. Not you people, you viewers, listeners watch. I'm really bad at this, just so you know, guys. <laughs> and there's always either the male perspective or the female as two different extremes, and it's never both. So I'm here to give the female perspective. So Brett gets frustrated by the lines of the supermarket. I get frustrated when I go to the store and I have to pay 50 cents more for a stupid razor and pads for something I can't control. So that's what I get frustrated by. So that's the stuff we're going to start as Brett takes a long sip of his So that's the kind of stuff we're going to cover. And then as we go on, we're going to get into more things like mental illness. And some real life deep shit. shit. Which we're not, either of us are mentally prepared for, and you guys are, I don't know if you guys want to hear that right now. So, yes, that's, uh, that's who he is. And occasionally, we will have my dog Jarvis. He's sitting on my lap right now, so you might hear an adorable little yawn. I don't know. But, yeah, so, begin, Brett. All right, should we start the show? Yes. All right. I just stopped him from drinking a glass of wine. I'm going to get killed later for that. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... So what are some challenges we may have or experience in our everyday lives? Hitting this news button three times more and staying in bed 30 minutes longer than we know we should have. Oh, I'm so bad at that. And you know what happens? You're rushing through the door with one shoe untied and the other shoe. I don't. You're just like I forgot the other shoe and you had to run back inside and grab and grab the other <laughs> That's shoe. Has happened to you before? Uh, it happens when you're in a rush. <laughs> I've had it. So, and my boyfriend will attest to this. I've snoot. I've gotten the, like the lo- the most loudest, most obnoxious ringtones because I'm absolutely one of those people where like I worry that I won't hear it and so I'm so paranoid that I like expect it. And then I snooze it six more times. I am a snooze button person. And I think the way that I get it to help, it actually doesn't, is I, like, make five, and then I say, like, wakey-wakey, and then I start going from friendly to, like, bitch, get your ass (laughs) out of bed. You're gonna miss your oatmeal. Which, surprisingly enough, because of my laziness, I've managed to get getting dressed, taking the dog out, um, making my lunch and getting breakfast into only a half hour ordeal. But that being said, I don't do makeup or hair stuff or anything. My job requires me to be in sweatpants all day pretty much, so it's also easy. But talk about like snooze buttoning being, it's, I, I, I let it enable me to be lazy. I make it work so I can be lazy. That's sometimes not a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of throws you off when you're like really off on, like, Especially when you sleep in 30 minutes beyond your 30 minutes, then things become a real problem. Yeah, they turn into, what excuse am I going to use now that I'm already five late minutes getting to work? And, uh, oh shit, I have no gas in my car and I got to scrape off the snow. So, yeah, all those are pretty big factors. And and this is not this, uh, like, a... Guy thing or a chick thing either. Guy thing or a chick thing. See, <laughs> you're already using chick. Guy oh, okay, versus okay. girl thing. Okay. Thank you. Guy, guy, guy versus girl, girl thing. Girl thing. Because right. I could be like dude versus okay, chick. Okay, dude versus chick. Thank Let's you. Guy versus girl or dude versus chick. Dude thing. versus there, chick. There, right. there. See, this is also so, why I'm here to make sure he doesn't get all blah, blah, blah. Hey, if she wasn't here, I would not touch the female side because 
I am a male and I don't know everything that goes on in a female body. Like I do, but I don't have personal experience. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, Brett Wilson. So, so, so I'm putting that as, as why I have a co-host for yeah. this segment. I get free wine and to speak my opinions. Yeah. So yeah. it works. But anyways, going back to sleeping in way too late, even when you know you have to work. And I've seen this across the board. I, I just work at an apartment complex, and, I, and I'm a graveyard worker, so I see people rushing out of the door every single day. So, and my job requires me to wear a full-on suit, so it really sucks when I hit my snooze button. Because I have, the other day, I actually showed up in a <laughs> navy blue suit jacket and a pair of black dress pants. I <laughs> They did not match whatsoever, and it looked awful and tacky. And I showed up, and my big boss was sitting at the desk. He didn't say a word, but I think he, I think in the back, he was either too tired to notice, or I think in the back of his mind, he's like, you're Bro. lucky you're a hard worker. <laughs> I think my favorite part is you started that sentence with, I actually showed up to work. Like, first step is showing up to work. Second step is wearing the right clothing. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, apparently I actually, I, I, so. So if you, if you do the first thing of showing up to work, you're doing good. And if you do the second thing of wearing the right clothes, you're good. Yeah. Like, um, so, so. Uh, I work at a daycare. I work with kids, and we have to wear, like, scrubs and stuff. I wore one nice pair of jeans one day, and they're like, no, get that out of here. And I, like, did a double take. I was like, I work in a daycare, and this is the first... And I worked in a lot of different daycares, so I was like... So I was like, so this is the first place where I don't have to wear, like, a stupid polo and pants and, like, have the right sneakers? They're like, no, we actually discourage that. And I'm like, hallelujah, hallelujah. So... So in a couple of weeks, I'm going to a funeral, and the, the thing that I had to account for is like, okay, so I gotta go be in my like nice black outfit, and then I gotta run to work, change, and then not be in nice clothes, because that's just how weird my day is gonna be. Like I'm gonna show up, they're gonna be like, how's the funeral? I'm gonna be like, well, how do you respond to how's the funeral? It was peaceful, it was sad, it was I don't know, <laughs> but point is, I gotta get out of this black dress and go into scrubs, so I'm not looking out of uniform. So. Yeah, I definitely say part of morning routine is getting the uniform down is hard on top of getting yeah. up and actually getting yourself out the door. So, so I have definitely um, done a lot fewer days of rushing out the door as of lately. That's good. Um, I kind of have and I kind of haven't. It depends on the day and how much sleep I get and if I remember that I don't have any food for lunch. That's also the most important thing. You're already messed up if you're just having trouble sleeping and you're doing nothing about it. I do have melatonin and muscle relaxers. So if you're like me where you have like, you know, you go to sleep and all the stuff from the day... It's keeping you awake, and it's like, I should have gone grocery shopping, I should have done this, A, B, C, and D. And then your brain's like, I won't let it shut down. So, my boyfriend and I, we both take these little melatonin drops. It's like one thing, and it helps with your sleep-wake cycle. So basically, it just helps you sleep at night, and it relaxes your body. So, as of late, I've been sleeping slightly better because of that, but I also got a muscle spasm in my neck, so everything just hurts to move. So it doesn't got worse, but... Yeah, so that's what I do to help me sleep is um, melatonin because it makes my brain go, shh, just shh, <laughs> go to light, shh, go to sleep. Yeah, maybe I should try some melatonin. It's, I've, it's, been, I've been taking off-market Benadryl sleeping pills. Yes, sleeping pills are technically Benadryl. Who would have known? Off market being like black market or no, no black market. No, <laughs> no. If you're if, if you're part of any organization that arrests people, I do not shop on the black market. <laughs> Unless you consider the goodwill being the black market, then. And that's a but con- it says good in the name. Like what? <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you are desperately trying uh, to fall asleep. My biggest challenge is trying to fall asleep during the day, yo. 
Mm. Like with that, with the sun outside, and you're just like, man, I just want to be outside, because you know you don't have to be at work until eleven p.m. You're like, outside looks nice. Hiking. I'm a very outdoorsy person. Hiking and such. Uh, I lived in Gunnison for five years before moving to this town. Are we allowed to do this personal? Like, can we say we're from our what state we're from? Because you just said Gunnison. Yeah, but let's just not tell them where we live. <laughs> I'm not going to give them our specific address. So, uh, if anyone wants to know where Gunnison is, it's in Colorado, Mile High State. And we do not participate in that Mary Jane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a question I get a lot. Yeah, but we also have nothing against it because it does have a lot of health benefits now that a lot of studies have shown. And I am... um, excited like i've been super excited to see like the stigma in colorado go away from marijuana being like a bad evil thing to being something like it's all right it's holistic actually um i took a i took a health class my freshman year at uh, this college in denver and you know it's one of those gen ed classes where it's like what type of cancer is in your blood like what should you have every day to keep it like just basic stuff that every person should know about their health and so, actually, uh, medicinal marijuana, it's actually part of um, alternative medicine where some people believe that, you know, like, like uh, over-the-counter drugs are bad. Like, you know, ibuprofen, A, B, and C, whatever it is. And some people truly believe that, like, like herbs and medicines, like alternative medicines, are the way to go. So, I agree with Brett. There is a big stigma. I have people in my life who are like, no weed for me. Me, personally... I may or may not partaken in college a little bit. I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. <laughs> if those said sources are listening, that could arrest me. But <laughs> it's legal in Colorado. This is true. This is true, but not on federal property, right? I don't remember. You were on federal property. Uh, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so so and some people for some medical conditions I have, some people have suggested that I take that I do weed, but. I'm like, eh, so I agree with Brett. It can be very medically helpful for you. I, can, I actually have, um, my boyfriend's mom actually has rheumatoid arthritis, and she has been suggested several times to smoke weed because it can help that problem. Look it up. It might not be scientifically proven, but it's part of the category that does that. Anyways, I went on a rant about weed. Go yeah, ahead. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Also, if you really don't, if you think, um, also just a quick tidbit, uh, CBD oil. That that stuff stuff is like exploding everywhere because you're getting all the health benefits from marijuana, but they extract and take out all the THC. So you don't get high. So you're not getting high. It's not. This no longer becomes an hallucinogen, and that's the stuff I'm seeing that's really cool coming out. Well, so what is CBD? Because my brother, I think, takes it. His girlfriend and his mom, whatever. Blah. So like CBD oil is like main thing it does it helps. with stress and anxiety. I don't, I'm not a chemist. I'm not a drug chemist. I haven't looked too much into it yet, but yeah, it's pretty much just helps with like stress, anxiety, and probably a few other things that I'm not mentioning, but um, actually a lot of people are using it and it helps people with uh, PTSD, like from the military, actually become a lot more functional human beings. Which That's is cool. freaking awesome. So is it like a lotion or like you snort it? It's an it? oil. It's oh, like, it's an oil. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's like, an, like olive oil, coconut oil. That's cool. And like you ingest it or there's like several different ways you could take it. Stuff like that. Yeah, because my, my brother and his girlfriend, they do it. and um, Or they take it. I shouldn't say they do it. Because that's another story another day. <laughs> but, and, then his, and then his girlfriend's mom takes it too. So... It's actually been suggested for me because I have a little bit of anxiety issues, which we'll dig in deeper on another date, but just want to tell you guys that I have personal relations to this and I'm not just full of shit. But, um, so I've had it suggested to me to take CBD oil. So it's actually, the, the concept of that is actually really fascinating. So it's like the weed juice, but they take out the... The drug part, yeah. The drug part. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> the part. The part. The, that, yeah, the, the bad stigma part, you know? Yeah. Where do you get that? Um, Amazon, it's literally, you can just order it on Amazon because it's legal everywhere. Can you like get it at like Walgreens? You probably can. You can probably find it in your, like your local uh, vitamin store. So it's not like a taboo thing. No, it's definitely not. No, 
like like you can pop up Amazon right now and order it for like fourteen ninety nine. I do have Prime. <laughs> Two day shipping. Yep, and it's free shipping on certain items. But we are not here to advertise Amazon. <laughs> no, we are an ad-free podcast as of so far. And we will still discuss that in later timing. But yeah, so so overall what we've discussed, because we've kind of gone on track, is the issue of getting up for work on time and getting to sleep on time. So what I'm, I'm one of those people where, I like I said before, I have a hard time getting up for work in the morning because you're like, I'm so warm and snuggly. I got my boyfriend and my dog. It's snowing outside. I don't want to go to work. So what I usually do is I hop myself out of bed and I go take a shower or I get some coffee in me and that usually gets me ready for the day. And so that's part of my morning routine to be like, get your ass out of bed, Morgan. You have 20 minutes to do all this stuff before you're late to work. So some of that is like rushing and kind of inhaling the coffee and not necessarily enjoying it. But (laughs) if it wakes you up by the time you get to work... It works. Um, and as far as sleeping, sometimes I like to try to do yoga. I'm not a yogi or, you know, I don't have, like, the gift of stretchiness or the chi or I don't know my chakras or anything. That's The concept is interesting, but I mean, here... Let's do some stretches. <laughs> I mean, there is a... Like, I have really long legs, and so my hamstrings get really tight constantly because I'm, like, sitting down all the time and not really stretching. So yoga helps me sleep at night, too, and it takes all this anxious energy and moves it from, like, everywhere in my body to, like, out of my body. So if you're like, man, I'm really tired, I'm really anxious, I don't know what to do, I can't sleep, I feel like I should be writing my 20-page essay, but your body won't let you, yoga. And then maybe some of that CBD oil and... You might still toss and turn a little bit, but um, that also depends on your bedding. But anyways, that's another story for another day. But that could also work. So that's my recommendation for how I get through the days and nights. For graveyard people, blackout curtains and find a basement and live in the basement. He does live in the basement. 100%. I live in the basement (laughs) of the house and it's probably the best place to fall asleep during the day. Hands down. No light comes through. I can sleep in peace. But also, my secret trick, I spray my bed down with water and eucalyptus oil every night. Bro, how do you do that? Boom. Squirt bottle right behind you. (laughs) I mean, I know the concept of adding water and eucalyptus and a squirt bottle going... But, like, what's the... Do you, like... Put just a couple drops of eucalyptus oil in the thing? Or, like, what, what is that like? So, yeah, you just don't, like... All depends on your preference, like 10 to 20 drops of eucalyptus oil in like about a 24-ounce squirt bottle. And the reason why it helps you fall asleep because you have the aroma kicking around. It also helps, uh, it also helps during sinus season, too, because it breaks down all that crap and clears out your nose. So, Which is you, really beneficial for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it clears out your... So if you have sinus problems and you have trouble sleeping... Water, you can lift this oil, spray it on your side of the bed if you're sharing a bed with someone, or just spray the bed. Depends on if you are if you have a partner, they may or may not like the smell. I used to put lavender on everything before I went to sleep, and Remy, my boyfriend, he sleeps on the other side of the bed, and he thinks it smells like cat pee, so I have to use it in like specific amounts, otherwise he get, can't sleep, So, which I don't think it smells like cat pee. I, maybe it's the bottle I have, but I like it. It helps me relax me. But like uh, lavender oil, lavender. try like actually extracted lavender oil. I have lavender oil, so I just mix that in a squirt bottle with water what? and then just spray it. Just spray, just spray your side of the bed. Maybe he just, won't yeah. think it smells like cat pee. Maybe anymore. yeah, since it's, since it's diluted. Probably yeah. Water <laughs> dilutes everything. At my job, we are constantly cleaning kids' toys to make sure that they don't get sick, but we can't have like a big bucket of bleach just cover everything because that can even be harmful to adults so we do like a spray of like two part like two teaspoons of bleach I think and then like a gallon of water so it cleans it because it's bleach but it's not that bad but anyways water dilutes everything so if you're like man I can't sleep but I don't want to like overwhelm myself water just go water just spray your bed down also just your side yes also Another thing that helps me get up in the night, whatever your morning is. When the night <laughs> comes. <laughs> um, 
uh, I have a thing that's called uh, Take 5, and I find five things that I enjoy to do in the morning, and I just do them before I leave the house. So because it gives me time, because if I schedule out time to enjoy those five things, I'm going to have time to also get ready for work and such. Which, so instead of spending time wondering if you have that time, you could just use that time. Yeah. So like, for example, I have to be at work by 11 p.m. at night. I wake up at 5 p.m. Oh, that gives me... It's <laughs> 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 uh, like four hours of sleep, but, isn't it? Uh, I'll, I'll, I, go, I try to go to bed early, around 10 a.m. Oh, so it's like a solid eight or something. But yeah. Okay. So, so I have about six hours. So I try to always give myself six hours between the time I wake up, the time I go to work. So, and doing the, like, five things I enjoy, like, kind of, like, reading, writing, uh, playing some rounds of video games or whatever, it also helps stimulate my brain and gets me prepared mentally for the day. And also part of that routine is working out, too, but... Uh, I highly suggest if you really want to work out in the morning, um, a 30-minute workout before you have to go to work really gets you in the right mood for the day. Don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I just never figured out why. It doesn't matter what time I have to work. It's just that if I have a 30-minute workout before I go to work, I feel freaking amazing. And if you're like me, who likes the idea of going to the gym and working out but doesn't have enough motivation for it, I'm going to be honest, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I like the idea of buying $90 boots to go hiking and take my dog and my boyfriend and eat kale and all this other shit that healthy, adventurous people do. I wish I could be more like that. Well, I don't want to say I wish, but I like the idea of being like that, but I'm the person that I'm like, if I can take a nap, I'm going to take a nap. If I can be a lazy ass all day and sit on the bed on my couch watching Netflix, I'm going to do that. So what I do is, and I'm not very good poster child for fitness or healthiness. <laughs> My roommate ate ding-dongs faster than me today when I was about to ask for him, and I was highly impressed by that. So don't ever follow my physical health advice, but if you're like me where you're like, I like the idea of this, but I don't have money or I don't have time or I'm not motivated, I'm afraid the big buff girl next to me is going to make fun of me for having tiny arms and tiny tits. Sorry, but it's true. Sorry. That's my personal opinion. You wanted that, so I'm sorry. But if you're like me in that way, there's no shame in that. It's okay. I definitely recommend yoga. Um, and I take my dog for a walk almost every day. Not recently because we've had some stuff going on. But, like, walking like walking is still considered an exercise. Like, even stretching your body. As long as you're getting your muscles moving and your breath doing something besides going... And you're not eating ding dong while you're doing all this. That is still considered exercise. So even if you're like, even if you have a little bit of self hate like me, where you're like, man, I bought these like nice yoga pants to do this, and all I do is eat Cheetos in them. There is nothing wrong with that, unless your doctor says you're gonna die in six months. You should probably not eat Cheetos in your yoga pants. To anyone who actually has that going on for them, I'm so sorry. I'm with you, and I will try to help you. And please see a doctor, but. Um, for those people who are like me, where they go to Kohl's and they buy stuff to go do that, but they don't have enough motivation, it's okay. Go use that gear for, like, every day, or, like, yoga, or, like, I mean, I like the idea of hiking. I just don't go very much, because it's like you, especially living in Colorado, you gotta get up early, either, because it's either gonna be hot as balls or cold as shit, and I'm just not that motivated. So, walking, riding your bike... Basic things that your doctor would tell you. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying this for my own peace of mind so that I don't feel like shit at the end of the day for eating all this ice cream and only going on a walk. That's perfectly valid. I know I'm going on a rant, but you asked me to do this. So it's, You're good. It's perfectly valid for you. It's Your feelings are valid, and it's perfectly valid for you to be like, this is okay for me to have a cup of tea and not have like 15 beers that day. The fact that you had a cup of tea instead of the 15 beers, please don't have 15 beers in one day. I don't know what your BMI is, but God, I don't want, no, don't go to the hospital because I'm saying this, jeez. But, <laughs> yeah, um, the, yeah, the biggest thing is, is if you just get your body moving early in the morning. Thank you. You're the too long to read version. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get it moving in some shape. TLDR, just get it moving. <laughs> just do something healthy for yourself. Just get your shit out of bed. Like, my, my first thing I do in the morning is the 10 hardest things that 
I could ever do in the morning. And that's 10 up-downs. Oh, God. Burpees. And it is... But, like, by the time I'm done with them, I'm like, all right, I feel accomplished. I had somebody make me yeah. do 10 burpees, is that? Bur- yeah. burpees? burpees? Burpees, up-downs, whatever. Yeah, I d- I've do. done, like, 10 burpees once, yeah. and I, like, was laying flat on the ground. She was, like, she was still going because she did sports in high school, but... I was sitting there like, help, someone give me wine or cupcakes, I'm dying, help. Yeah. But, but I just didn't, like, get that way because I started doing, because, like, myself, I am a 300-pound behemoth that can move boulders. It's good for when we need to move furniture and stuff. Yeah. But, it's a plus when we need to move furniture. Yeah. But weighing 300 pounds is a lot of work, and... I'm slowly working towards losing that weight. For me, I the, one of my hesitations for going to the gym and working out is I've been underweight most, if not my entire life. I finally hit 130 pounds, and I know I know everyone's going to be like, God, you're lucky, or uh, or something of that reaction. And I say that, I'm not assuming. It's because people I know who have told them I'm trying to gain weight, they have had that reaction to me, so... I come from a place where, like, I am tall and skinny. I got the tallness from my dad and the skinniness from my mom. And I had I have a mother who's like, if you get to your BMI, you're going to be pudgy. So that's another conversation for another day. But even if you're tiny like me and you're like, well, I don't have the time to work out and eat a bunch of different foods. Like, what I do, honestly, is I just try to, if I'm hungry, I try to eat and try to pack a lot of calories and then do exercise so it doesn't all go to your ass but because then you're gonna have to go up three pant size and that's kind of a blessing if you're trying to gain weight but also kind of a curse because you're like oh god but yeah I mean if you're like me where you're underweight and you're trying to gain that weight but everyone's like why are you trying to do that or you have dietary issues then you know I say just do what you want to do, honestly. There's nothing wrong with being skinny. There's nothing wrong with being overweight. And if you want to gain weight or you want to lose weight, then just do it in a healthy way. Like I said, I just try to eat whenever I'm hungry and as much as I can. I try to do healthy stuff, but I'm not going to lie to you when I say um, I like wine and chocolate a lot. So I'm not, again, not the best poster child. But um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at is just be healthy about it and if somebody in your life doesn't support you, then just be like, F that and do what you want to do anyways. I know that's hard to do. I know very much so that's hard to do, but just get the strength to be like, I want to eat 15 pizzas a day and do it. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest thing is if you actually want to, like, the biggest thing that people don't realize when we're talking about, like, changes in our lives and things like that, like, that's kind of like a, why I wanted to start this podcast because... I want to, like, send out, like, you're not alone. Just flat out, you're Support. just never alone. And everyone has something they go through. Like, something, like, it doesn't matter who you are, what it is. You could be, like, the buffest dude around and you still don't have your shit together. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Or you could be, like, top of your class valedictorian and you could fall from grace. Like, I've seen both sides of the spectrum real quick. You could and be horribly depressed and painted on your face every day and act like you're a champion. You can be from any place. I guarantee you to the reason Brett and I are doing this. He actually invited me to do this, which yeah. he might regret this after my long rantings, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, basically, and I, Brett brought this to me cause he's like self-help shark. And we're here to kind of bring our perspective. Cause we both come from pasts that haven't been that great. We're both dealing stuff with stuff currently. That's not that great. And again, different day, different story, but we're here to kind of share our real life thoughts on the mundane to the very deep and personal so that, you know, because every day, I mean, with certain things, I can feel alone. And, you know, if there's somebody else out there that is like, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I drive a truck and eat cheese all day, like, that's a real human being, maybe a stereotypical human being, but that's a real human being that needs answers or help or support and we're here to bring that and I think the fact that Brett's starting this is awesome and I'm trying really hard not to just info dump because this is the first (laughs) episode but you know it's it's really important that people have the support and so I, I I hope that 
Brett and I make a good contribution to your day, your life, your year, your month, your Sunday night before you have to go to work, whatever it is. So that's my hope is that what we say is beneficial and it's by no means for me judgy or telling you how to live your life or I'm not a doctor, I'm a daycare teacher for fuck's sake, but it's not any way to tell you how to live your life. It's just to have a friend there and support. And I think that's really awesome that Brett's doing this. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on his podcast and I get free wine. <laughs> <laughs> not I, just saying that. <laughs> I am not bribing people free wine. I like the wine. It was from New Zealand. You can't top that. Only you <laughs> would get wine from New Zealand. So this guy, he is like a tech savvy guy. He's got like yeah. his used MacBook that I got for like a hundred bucks and his whole <laughs> setup and his big fat microphone and his mouse pad. And he's got his phone like sitting up on a fucking wall. And I'm just sitting here like, I know nothing about technology. Like the fact that this program even existed blew my mind today when he was like, do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> But, like, this guy, he is tech savvy. He's got all this set up, and, like, it looks like his phone's floating on the wall, but it's, like, some Google Home thing. And I'm just like, man, you are a wizard, sir. You are Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I I do like my technology. I feel like people... And that's definitely going to be a story for another day. That would be definitely something we got to cover. Yes. Smartphone usage. Oh, That's god-awful. Oh, God. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like I'm on my phone constantly but not for the reasons you think I like uh, go ahead like it's okay to be on your phone at home as long as it's not disrupting your relationships or anything like that like that's fine and everything but it just kills me when I see multiple people like like a group of friends together sitting on their phones going out to eat sitting on their phones it just makes my thoughts like, well, guys, since no one went to socialize today, well, guess what? I'm gonna, I was better off eating at home anyways. I was going to be like, you know, I've had that feeling before where you're out with friends and everybody and their mom's on their phone. And you're like, well, I look weird not being on my phone, but like I don't have anything to do on my phone. I just look like a weirdo. But if I really, like I wanted to go hang out with friends, if I wanted to sit on my phone by myself... I do that every day. Like, I can go to McDonald's and do that by myself anyways. I don't need to do that here. I hear you, though. So, yeah. So, I, I think in the U.S. of A, yep, that's where we are at. US well, I mean, a. I figure if we say Colorado, <laughs> they'll know that that's the United States of America. Yeah. We won't tell you where we are in Colorado. Yeah, we're in the Denver area. Oh, for fuck's sake, Brett. But we're not going to be specific. That's you know true. how many parts are in the Denver area? That's very There's true. Like... And I did mention I went to school in Denver a while ago. That's true. Nobody egg our house, please. Yeah. Nobody find our house and egg it. I will be really sad and we'll have to clean it up. I, I don't I, want I, to. I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. Okay. So. Or like spray paint or whatever you kids do these days. That's like. I don't know. Like... That's another pet peeve I have for another time is when people say you kids it's like you kids you kids oh it, it kills me inside especially especially when someone tells me that's like 40 50 it's ageism that's exactly what it's it is it's horrible they assume like, like someone's like 50 60 years older it's like you kids it's like I understand we're younger than you but I pay bills. <laughs> if you want to call me, you kids, let me live underneath your house right? for free. Right, that's how I feel. My mom does it all the time. Like, I'll go over for, like, so So this week is Thanksgiving, right? So my I, what's going to happen is Remy and I are going to go over to my mom's house, and she's going to be like, you children need to do A, B, and C. And I'm sitting here like, I'm going to be 26 in less than a week. <laughs> I pay a car payment. I pay a car insurance. I have my own phone bill. I pay for my groceries. There's not much I don't pay for in my own life except for maybe doctor's appointments because insurance is love. Insurance is life. But, like, when my own mother goes to me and says, you children, to my almost 21-year-old brother, my 23-year-old brother, and me, oh, who's almost 26, like, that's where I'm like, okay, home slice, you better let me and Remy come home and live with you and pay for everything if you're going to call me children. <laughs> I am an adult, damn it. I can buy my own cake and eat it too. You can yeah. judge me if you want, but don't call me a children. Yeah. Sorry, do, sorry. Do not call me a child. Do, do not call I me a definitely child. Definitely do not call me a man child. Because oh, yeah. I don't, I, live, I may live in a basement, but 
does not belong to my mother. I had a boss once <laughs> at when I so when I worked at Banana Republic, I had a boss who was like little girl, and I just looked at her while I was holding like tons of clothes and like doing real adult stuff. I was like, you want me to act like a little girl? I'll go pee my pants in the corner and cry for mommy. That's when you just drop that shit and you're just like, your turn. Like I'm going on lunch. Bye. <laughs> Give me the damn Starbucks card and yeah. go away. Yeah. yeah. So, none of you are children. So, also, working experiences. Don't ever take our work experience advice. You can if you really want to. If, like, if there's, like, a really bad situation you're going through and, like, you really just got to say, screw it. We're taking it out. Let's go take a break or something. Like, always have a cool period during no matter what you're trying to. Do. This is like the intro slash millennial slash <laughs> this is work problem slash. You know what the crazy thing is? Like a lot of people are like have been blaming millennials for stuff, but to be completely honest, we were just now barely like a lot of the millennials and stuff has only been around for like two presidential elections <laughs> that they were actually legitimately able to vote. So, well, and it's crazy because like. You're, so we're, us being 26 and you're almost 26 or you're 26? I'm 25. 25. You're like a few months behind me. Yeah. Yeah. I always you. forget. Because yeah. we have such a diverse group of friends that it's yeah. like, well, are you 24 or two years old? Which one? Just kidding. <laughs> are you 25 going on 15? <laughs> what are you? But that's what's so crazy. It's like, especially working in childcare, I've worked at centers that it's like, you know, they're kids. They're like, what the hell is the moon? And, like, they play with Barbies and whatever. And then there's other kids that are like, no, Miss Morgan, my iPod has, like, blah, blah, blah. You're so stupid. I'm just like, bro, I didn't have an iPod when I had a kid. If I, I had Tamagotchi, maybe, but that was the fanciest stuff. And so <laughs> that's where I'm at, too. I'm like, millennials, there is some truth about millennials, and there's also some falses. So my father, who... Is a hard worker, went to college, all that jazz, love him to death. But he's like, he's like, you gotta work for what you earn and blah, 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 blah. And no easy way out. And I'm like, yeah, that's also easy to say when you've been out of the workforce for like forever and you and mom can go to like Boston every weekend. Whereas I gotta figure out my money to see if I can pay rent this weekend or next weekend and whether I can afford toothpaste next week. So like, and that's just in childcare. Every other place pays more, which gonna go into later but like like millennials are stuck with everything and are blamed for everything because literally when we came into to view what whatever your opinion is on the last two presidents is your opinion i'm not gonna you know if you liked obama or not if you like trump or not whatever but i'm just saying whether the presidents were in play or not our economy sucks ass and job stuff sucks ass so like, it's not our fault. And I, I, I admit, I post stuff like this on Facebook. It's like, it's not whether we want a golden Ferrari or a silver Ferrari. It's whether, should we take a break from the mac and cheese tonight and have spaghetti versus paying rent next week? And those are real things. Like, I've had to ride out my budget for the month, and I know Brett has. So yeah. that's that's the thing about millennials. It's like, you guys are so spoiled. It's like, no, you guys handed us a fucking shit show and expected us to pass on the baton and act like everything's okay. No, we have crippling debt from college. We have mental issues that are kind of scientifically proven, correlated with how much pressure and stress is, especially on women and some men to do certain things. And I know I'm going on a rant, but you asked me to do this again. <laughs> you can go. Okay. But so, like, I, I agree with Brett. It's like the millennial situation is it's like, there's certain parts that are true, and there are certain parts where it's like it's bullshit, and we gotta be the the whether you're what is the millennial age is like twenty to thirty, right? A little bit sooner than that. Yeah, like like kind of, it's um, it's like like born in the late nineties and you grew up through the thousands. Something like that. So, so I was yeah. Kind of like kind of like anyone who was born from like ninety. Uh, it's like anyone who's like born from ninety to like. 95 something 96. like that yeah so somewhere in there is like the millennial era where we grew up so you know i was in first grade when 9 11 happened and i grew up with this whole war brett has two you were in kindergarten right four 9 11 9 11 
Because I was in first grade. No, 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 I was not. You should have been in, like, third or fourth. You are correct. I, I don't was know in, my... like, in, like, first or second. You are correct. Because yeah. 2001, yeah, I was in, like, yeah. first or second grade. You are correct. Yeah. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we are also the generation that watches so many violent things happen that it's becoming a norm for the new generation. It's like, no, shootings should not be a norm. Uh, you know... Like, some club in Florida being shot up by some angry... I don't even know what happened there, but, like... Well, the biggest thing is that, like... The the scary thing that's, like... That, that's been going on and around is that... Is that we... The internet is this... Uh, nah, let's not go there. <laughs> but, um, but the biggest thing is, I feel like it's, like... Like, uh, there's, like, a lot of, like, mental health issues in our society. That nobody recognizes or validates. Nobody is recognizing. And uh, also, people don't realize how late. And it's something that you, like, yes, you could be born with it. And also, um, a lot of the mental health issues are, like, a lot of people start developing them in, like, when they're 25. Like Well, um, actually, so, so I'm going to step in here because I... So I have my CDA, which is my Child Development Associate, and the only reason I'm poking into this is because, like, what we learned in that is we learned about, like, early childhood development. So a lot of people are like, well, so early childhood is, like, from six months old to, like, six years old. That's where you get ECE, and that's where, those are, like, the vital times of development. So, like, that's where you bond with other people besides your parents. That's where you get a self-esteem. That's where you get some self-worth. That's where you get your self-identity, and that's where you start getting a personality. Like, I like the color blue, and, like, when people, like, you be- you develop basic skills that make you a human. And whatever your opinion is on child care or education, I'm saying this, like, as a matter of fact, I can give you the resources that I read, but, so, mental illness can, something can be triggered with that as early as, like, a year old. That's when you start having a self-esteem. That's how when you start having bonds with people besides your mom, dad, when you, and it all depends, there's so many things that go into it, but, and sometimes it can't pop up until you're 25 or 26. So, like, it can, so, like, for instance, if your baby is crying and you leave them alone too long, that can potentially contribute to depression issues later in life. I'm not saying it's a fact, but I'm saying different things can impact influence different parts of a kid during childhood they're like sponges they absorb everything so everything you do and you say can be used against you later in your life i feel like i'm in the court a lot but <laughs> yeah and also it's also if like if kids gr- like grow uh, also a part of like uh, mental health and just like well-being in general is surrounding yourself with good people that's just a big i think that's the biggest thing and i think that's where a lot of people actually just fall, end up falling short because all they're all, all a lot of people are trying to look for is a way is just a way out of their current situation mm-hmm. and a lot of people go to means like from the time they're 16 to 17 or even sometimes younger to like like if they feel lonely and they have no sense of belongingness they will go join whatever group or uh, group and be affiliated with any group and sometimes it works out because they might have found a good group. Other times it could be like a gang or so, which could have also a negative impact on them as well. But I think the biggest thing is is that in order, I feel like in order to anybody's success when it comes to mental health, working out, or anything, that you just have to sur- surround yourself with good people that are willing to support you at all costs. If you have support, the biggest thing... Yeah, that's right. The biggest thing you can ever do is have good support because you could have all the coping mechanisms. You could have the best workout routine in the world. You could watch the best, you know, self-help shows and eat the best food. But, like, if you don't have somebody there that's like, I believe in you, I love you, you're awesome, we're going to get you through this, then it can certainly feel like, what's the point? I know I have felt that way with my personal life. If I didn't feel like I had someone to talk to about my what's going on in my head, then... It makes everything harder. So, you know, having that good group of friends is good. Even if they're kind of assholes about it, you know. Sometimes. <laughs> Even <laughs> if they're kind of assholes about it. <laughs> yeah. 
that's a huge problem when it comes to guys. Because when guys want to start talking about their feelings, a lot of guys are like, nah, bro, let's not weigh down the tonight with feelings. Let's like, just punch it out. What? It's like, no, I'm going through some shit. I need to talk it out. It's like, yeah. but. And for girls, it's like, we're very clicky. We don't mean to be, but it's also, in my opinion, a societal construct that it's like, you got to be the most pretty. You got to get the cutest boyfriend. Yeah. You got to... It's all a competition between us. And I've had girls who are, like, super supportive as friends. And I've had girls who are, like... I literally had a roommate in college who... She was freaking out about getting eating a cheese stick with mozzarella from um, Little Caesars. And she made me switch her shirts in the car because she got so crazy about it that she spilled sauce all over her shirt. So I wore a saucy shirt the rest of the day. <laughs> and she wore a sweater three times smaller than me because her boobs were bigger. Yeah. And I... In, in retrospect, I'm like, well, that was a nice thing to do, but... Like, there are certain people that you surround you with. So, like, girls are like that. It's like, you got to pick the good ones. Yeah. And that's just in general with people. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a guy having a lot of chick friends or vice versa or whatever. As long as you're able to find at least one to three people that are that you're able to know that you can talk to anything about, no matter what the situation is. Um your life will become immensely easier and there's nothing there's like there's nothing that could be uh, could replace any uh, any relationships like that from friendships or even if you have that rock star boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever friend i don't know i'm not very educated on gender biases and things like that but we should get. We will get educated on that, and we'll share our thoughts about that later. Yeah. So our plan is. So I think we should finish up because yeah. it's been like an hour. But yeah. so our plan is from here, and hopefully you found this entertaining, interesting, insightful, <laughs> and maybe hopefully you don't want to shoot me for going on and on quite uh, yet. But um, our plan from here is to do this once a week, going from generalized topics to specific topics to like. Really deep stuff. And trust me, Brett and I have really deep stuff to talk about. We just don't want to scare you away or overwhelm you. But we have, I feel like we have insightful stuff to say that, you know, you should definitely take with a grain of salt. But it's also important to know because we're here to be your friends, family, cohort, acquaintance, random person that you listen to when you're in the shower or going to sleep. Whatever it is that you're going to use this for, we hope it's beneficial and helpful and that you can find comfort in knowing that you're not alone. Um, so we're going to do this. When are we going to When are we gonna record and broadcast? Yes. So we're going to try to record, send out an episode of co-hosting. Um, because Morgan is now my official co-host for this segment. Um, Yay! Pass the <laughs> test. <laughs> there is no test here. I've been hired. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, uh, um, but, uh, secret for, test. For, for the parts that she doesn't know about. Ah. Uh, you're going to be able to find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also, uh, according with this podcast, I'm going to also be um, writing a blog to coincide and to just tell stories of, like, every from everyday stuff to just, um, like, everyday stuff that what's currently going on or, like, what challenge I face today and things like that because there is a lot of challenging aspects to life because when I wake up in the morning, it feels like I am... If, if I don't do my five things, it feels like I'm, like, preparing myself for war. <laughs> because you never know what the hell could go wrong. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, but the biggest goal is is to create a community for everyone. It's like, does, I, I don't care who you are. You could be a male, female, or a potchy helicopter. I don't care. What if I, what if you identify as a turkey? Is that acceptable, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just get whatever you identify as is acceptable. Yeah, we don't care. If you consider yourself a turkey or a chicken, you you might need some self esteem help. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you about that. If you need a cluck to us or support, (laughs) just tell us how to translate it. Yeah, but um, I just like the face you gave me. Like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Yeah, but uh, also on every situation that we cover, even if it's politics. Hopefully we don't get too much into politics, but but it was just a it was just a 
it was to highlight the millennials have a lot. Of millennials yeah. have a lot to deal with in our yeah. society. We we kind of do and stuff. And I wasn't trying to make it political. I was yeah. using them as a. <laughs> yeah. I was framing my point. You were just exemplifying. <laughs> exemplifying. Yeah. And yes, that is a real world. Real yes. world. Real world. Real world. <laughs> we're in the real world with words here. Um, anyways, but yeah, um, and we're pretty much here to enter, um, not just entertain, but the biggest thing is to communicate, uh, create a community of people to join us and hopefully to help heal the world from all the negativity and backlash because friendship and love <laughs> because, because I know there's definitely a lot of the negativity on both aspects being male, female, whatever you want to consider yourself to be. Uh, helicopter, turkey, <laughs> helicopter. Vince Vaughn, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Vince Vaughn is a sex now. Did I put that on the, like, master, my yes. master's? When I go apply for master uh, to get my Yes, what do I identify master? as Vince Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> can I just, like... What in crashers, man? <laughs> I, you identify as that, and I will identify as Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, oh god, there's another thing because I'm definitely gonna put that when I decide to go get my master's degree. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> it's Vince Vaughn and You're gonna call and just like, excuse me, sir, are you Vince Vaughn? <laughs> no, but I wanna be. Um, okay. Uh, are, are you judging me for my sexual orientation? <laughs> no, it's just you're bit. Wait, you're been. You, what? Ah! <laughs> yes. Just take me to the university real soon. Okay! That's how that conversation's uh, gonna go. Jesus Christ. It's, uh, it's like some of the uh, Asian community suing Harvard right now for, um, for because they're saying that they're discriminating. And I don't know how that court case ended. I gotta look that up. Isn't... I, I always thought Harvard was like the white boy, white girl, rich, snobby school. Yeah, but, but, but everyone can apply still. And, but, you, but when it comes to college application... Um, uh, aff- affirmative action, like like you can't like deny someone because of their race. Well, duh. So, so 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 not, so a group of uh, 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 Chinese, uh, uh, I think there was like a small uh, group of uh, Asian Americans group type of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, we'll prepare that conversation for another day. That's so. it. We're trying. Yeah. See, we're really good <laughs> we're, at trying to finish we're up. We're just introing right now. With this, uh, God, this is such an um, intro. Um, yeah, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, and our blog posts will be also attached to the link below. So, woo! Yeah, so, so we'll see you. This in... is Self Help Shark episode. Uh, try hard. <laughs> I feel like that's a is that like a bad die hard movie that you're trying to do? No, try hard. Try hard. Yeah, have you ever heard that phrase "try hard"? Yeah, but it always made it sound like "die hard" to me. Like, is this no, an off? No, 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 no. Is no this relation. an off-brand no Bruce relation. Willis movie? No relation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm Morgan. I'm the co-host who will be here all the time as long as Brett allows it. I'm not sure how he feels about it right now, but yeah. hopefully. well, we'll figure it out. Okay, cool. But yeah. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this for this episode, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Next week. And the next video. Next Sunday? No videos. We're I not, mean... We're not doing videos. I'm so used to listening Remy, to Remy live stream, <laughs> but I'm just like, video, wait! You next can't... video. No, this is a podcast. I don't know where I We am. can podcast on YouTube eventually, hopefully, maybe. I, but... I don't know where I am right now. Just kidding. I know where I am, I promise. Yeah, so... Cool. You should probably stop this dream.